In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Chai Surah, we read first about the passing of Surah Imenu, the first of our matriarchs, and how Avram acquires the Mara Samachpela in Hebron to have her buried. And then the lengthy part of the Parsha about how Avram sends his servant Eliezer to find a suitable wife, a suitable match for his son Yitzchak. Eliezer travels, and ultimately he comes to Choron where he finds where he finds Rivka. And Rivka, according to Rashi, is yet a young girl. And yet, Eliezer, through a series of miracles, which we will not get into now, uh, was able to ascertain that Rivka is the suitable wife for Yitzchak, and he brings her back with him. She meets Yitzchak, and then the Pasuk says, Yitzchak brings her to the tent, the tent of Sarah, his mother. And Rashi brings that there's something deeper than to the, the fact that it was just the tent of Sarah, his mother, but rather that Yitzchak, when he brought her to the tent, saw certain miraculous, wonderful qualities that he had only seen by his mother, Sarah. And it was then that he, he decided that, yes, she was the one that he would marry. What were those miracles that Yitzchak saw by Rivka that he had seen earlier by his mother, Sarah? And Rashi tells us the first one was that the Shabbos candles that Sarah would light would remain lit, would remain burning for an entire week from before Shabbos till the following week before Shabbos. But that stopped after Sarah died. And now when Rivka came and lit the Shabbos candles, the same thing happened. Miraculously, they remained burning for an entire week. Rashi goes on to say that there was a special blessing in the food that she made, in the dough that she made. It satiated, it gave tremendous, it fed people with tremendous blessing. And finally, that there was a spiritual holy cloud of spirituality that hovered over the tent and surrounded the tent in the life of Sarah, which departed when Sarah passed away and returned now that Rivka was there. Each one of these miracles is wondrous and worthy of discussing. And yet we're going to focus on the first one, the miracle of the lighting of the Shabbos candles of Rivka that lit for the entire week. And here the Rebbe points out an amazing point, an amazing fact. First of all, Rivka was still was yet unmarried because this is before she marries Yitzchak and she's already lighting the Shabbos candles. Moreover, not only she was not married, she was a child. As I said before, Rashi says she was a young child, but still she was already lighting Shabbos candles. But perhaps most powerfully, it was her Shabbos candles that remained lit the entire week. After all, there's no question that Avram himself lit Shabbos candles. We know the halacha is very clear that if there's no woman in the house or the woman's out of town, in this case, Sarah had passed away, then the man, the husband, lights the Shabbos candles. The Talmud tells us very clearly, Rashi tells us that Avram fulfilled all the mitzvahs of the Torah. So clearly Avram also lit Shabbos candles. But we don't find that his Shabbos candles lit the entire week, burnt the entire week. Avram is the great tzaddik, the great sage, the first of our forefathers, and yet his candles lit normally. It was the little child, Rivka, who, when she lit her candles, they miraculously lit the entire week, as happened by Sarah Imenu, Sarah Avram's wife. What this tells us, obviously, is the tremendous power of Shabbos candles, the light that they bring into our homes. By the great tzaddikim, like the Ovis, the light actually physically burnt the entire week but by each and every one of us that brings spiritual light into our home. And that spiritual light can be brought in even by a Shabbos, can, a Shabbos candle lit by a child. But 
and again, powerfully, the message that it's uniquely the woman's mitzvah, whether it's a married woman or an unmarried woman or a child that has the ability to bring that light to the home on a whole different level. Again, halachically, if there's no woman in the house, then a man must light the Shabbos candles. And yet it's considered a woman's mitzvah because the power to truly illuminate a home, to truly bring light and happiness and warmth and spirituality and holiness in the home is first and foremost in the woman's domain. And therefore the Rebbe always encouraged not only to see to it that in every home are their Shabbos candles lit, and not only to see to it that specifically the women who do that for the home, but that even an unmarried child and even, even an unmarried woman and even a child should also light the Shabbos candles. And even if there is a married person or a woman or man who's lighting the Shabbos candles, nothing can take away from the significance, the holiness and the spirituality added to the home for the entire week by the Shabbos candle of a woman, even if, it's, even if she's still a child. I want to share a personal story that talks about the beauty and the power of the Shabbos candles, yes, of an, even an unmarried Jewish girl. It was in the year 1988, and I was a student in the yeshiva in New York, and I stayed in the home of my grandparents of blessed memory. One day I came home from yeshiva and I saw my grandmother was very, very agitated, very upset. There was phone conversations going on. It was clear that something was really, really wrong. Something was really amiss, but she didn't, she wouldn't tell me what it was. Um, but I overheard, and I overheard that a cousin of mine, a first cousin, a teenage girl who went for a pretty routine checkup before going off to school, uh, they discovered a cancerous lump in her. And obviously everyone was in a frenzy and everyone was in shock and what do we do next and so on. And an appointment was made to go to a, to a, to a great specialist in a different state for her to evaluate what, uh, what would the next step be. In the morning I talked to my grandmother and I said, Bubby, you know the Lubavitcher Rebbe, on Sunday mornings, stands for many hours and gives out to every person who passes by a dollar for tzedakah and grants them an opportunity to ask or to say something or ask for a blessing, why don't you go to the Rebbe and ask him for a blessing for my cousin, for your granddaughter? My Bobby wasn't Chabad, but nevertheless, she was very happy to do so. And she went on the following Sunday morning, she came before the Rebbe and said, Rebbe, my granddaughter is sick. And the Rebbe asked one simple question, does she light Shabbos candles? My grandmother didn't answer. Um, in many circles, uh, Orthodox circles, from circles, out of Chabad, unmarried children, girls don't light the Shabbos candles. And the Rebbe smiled and said, he says, let her light Shabbos candles. Her mazel, her fortune will shine. That Friday night, my cousin for the first time lit Shabbos candles together with her mother. I remember the excitement on Sunday hearing that her Shabbos candles lit for hours the candle that she lit, lit for hours beyond her mother or any of the other Shabbos candles in the home. Meanwhile, everyone was waiting nervously for the test, the, uh, the initial x-ray tests were sent to the, to the new hospital where the specialists were going to determine what course of action to take. Those tests were being waited for a day, another day, another day. Mysteriously, they never ever arrived. Somehow, the tests that were unexplainably sent by mail were lost in the mail and could not be found. New tests had to be taken and lo and behold there was nothing in them, no indication of any sickness whatsoever. Today we're some, what is it, 35 years later or almost 35 years later and 30, exactly 35 years later and she is, uh, Baruch Hashem, married, married children already. 
um, grandchildren and so on um, with this beautiful bracha that was a direct result of the Rebbe saying let her light the Shabbos candles and her mazel will shine. So of course on a very practical note there's something for everyone especially women and girls to be especially careful of and recognize the great zuchus, the great merit that they have to be the ones to bring that light into our home and we'll finish with, the, with, the, with what the Medrash says beautifully that Hashem promises that if you're careful with lighting your Shabbos candles I will show you the lights once again in Sion, the lights in Yerushalayim the lights of the Menorah and the Beis Hamikdash with the coming of Mashiach Zidkenu may it be speedily in our time have a wonderful Shabbos